I'm Jo Clark, and thanks so much for joining me today. This is the Redefining Midlife podcast, a podcast designed for the 40 plus woman who is determined to challenge society's myths and beliefs around midlife. It's for the woman who is inspired and ready to define midlife her way. Join me each week as I chat to health and wellness experts for up-to-date information on how to live well, as well as some special conversations with incredible everyday women redefining what midlife can look like. Here's to making our next half of life even better than the first. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to say that I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas celebrating with your friends and family. It's hard to believe that another Christmas has been and gone and that the new year is just literally around the corner. Now, I'd like to welcome you to the first of some special repeat episodes while I take a short break from podcast recording. Today, I'm going to be sharing an episode that builds on from a recent episode that I recorded about New Year's resolutions. Now, in today's episode, I'm sharing an easy approach that can make a huge difference towards helping set your direction for the year ahead. It's something that I've absolutely loved doing for the past few years, and I can let you know right now that I'm all set and ready for 2024. If you are feeling the need for a change or you're wanting to improve something, a great way to go about it is to have a focus word. Now, a focus word is a single word that encapsulates what you need more of or what you want to focus on or what you want for the year ahead. It also helps to set your intention. Now, the benefit of having a focus word is that it provides an anchor and it encourages you to think both consciously and subconsciously when you're making decisions. For example, what you want more of and what you want less of in your life. For the past couple of years, I've chosen a word of the year and it really has helped me to be more intentional about my thoughts and my actions. Here are a few examples. So in 2020, my word was wellness and it helped me with my focus as I changed a lot of old habits and began new ones. I really wanted to improve my health and my wellness. Now in 2021, my word was learn. That was the year that I formally left the teaching profession and I began my online business. So I took a heap of courses, read lots of books, and I listened to countless podcasts as well as learning by implementing. Last year, 2020, my word was brave and I really needed that word to help me through. It was a perfect word that I could refer to every time I felt scared or I felt nervous about taking the next step forward in my business. I was being brave when I formally launched my online membership at the start of the year, well, being brave when I invested a large amount of money in a high-end mentoring program, and of course, being brave when I launched my podcast, plus the countless other times in between when I put myself in so many new and uncomfortable situations. This year, it wasn't hard for me to come up with my word. I've chosen the word growth. It's going to be the word that I'll continually refer to, and it's going to help me guide my thoughts and my decisions as I choose to grow personally and as I grow my business in 2023. Now, how you come up with your word of the year is entirely up to you. There are a few different ways that can help you choose a word. Sometimes a word will come into our mind straight away. We know exactly what we need in our lives, and sometimes we need to sit on it a bit. So if a word doesn't spring to mind straight away, then I've got a few simple questions to get you thinking. So consider how the past year has been. Like what's something that you could do to improve? 
What could you do differently or what could you keep working on? You could ask yourself or journal these questions. What isn't going so well in your life right now? What's a word that is the opposite or a more positive alternative to this? For example, if fear keeps on holding you back, then the alternative could be fearless or brave. Another question is, what do you want more of in your life? What do you want less of? But be sure to turn that word into a positive. Some people like to choose more than one word each year. There's no right or wrong. There are actually no rules. So you make up your own. Personally, I prefer to stick to one word. But if you do choose a word and partway through the year you want to change it or add another one or even modify it, then just do it. You might even find that you want to choose a new word each month or each quarter to focus on. Choosing a focus word or a word of the year can really help you to hone in on what you want more of in your life. It sets a great tone for the year ahead and it also allows you to make decisions and choices that honour it. But it's not going to work if you just pick a word, do nothing with it and then wonder why on earth nothing's changed. So to help you keep the word in the forefront of your mind, the key is to have you see it, to review it, to think about it, to feel it, to experience it and to own it, all of those things as much as possible. There are a few things that you can do to help make your words stick. So here are some of the easy ideas that you can choose from. Firstly, you can define your focus word. So you might want to start with a dictionary definition, but then flesh it out further, what the word actually means to you and then why it's important to you. Secondly, you might like to create a vision board. Now, the whole idea of a vision board is to create a visual display so it's got images and text of the feelings, the things and the experiences that you want in your life. So that's a great way to incorporate your word of the year. And creating your own vision board can be a lot of fun and a creative and relaxing process because it's designed to appeal to your feelings and your emotions. One word of advice, if you do choose to make a vision board, place it somewhere where you're going to see it often so you get those best results. Thirdly, fill your senses with the theme of the word. Now, there are lots of different things that you can do here. You could compile a reading list of books, blogs, and online forums about your chosen word. That's a great way to expand your thinking and your knowledge on the subject. You could create a list of things that you want to watch. Now, this could include YouTube videos, documentaries, TV shows, or films that are related to your focus word. You could even compile some related quotes that include your word. If you wanted to do this, just do a quick Google search, type in your word and the quotes, and that should provide you with plenty of inspiration on some quotes to include. Quotes can offer an alternative way of thinking about the things and you can motivate you towards your focus word in a bit of a different way. You could also write a list of affirmations. You could say them aloud or you could write them in a journal. Whatever way works best for you. But the trick with affirmations is that they do need to be said often. For example, if your focus word is abundance, you could use the following affirmation. I live an abundant life. And in order to get your word of the year to really stick, you could try building your own carefully worded affirmations based on your word. Another idea is that you could create a playlist of songs with and or about your focus word. Now, this could really help to keep the inspiration going. 
One thing that I've seen somebody do is to wear their word of the year with some custom jewellery. Now, that could be a waistband or a bracelet. And that's a private, yet it's an effective way to keep your focus word in view for you. Now, a super easy way to keep your word in view is to make your screensaver inspiring. So your computer and your phone are great places to have your word feature. And you could also include some images that relate to your word. It's kind of like having, I suppose, a, a vision board at your disposal all the time. Having that word in other high traffic areas, and depending on your lifestyle, there might be places in your home, in your car or your workspace that you could see often. And therefore, that would make a great place to add your word of the year. Some of the places that you could see a few times a day, so for example, um, front of the fridge or maybe the bathroom mirror, if you used a dry marker, you could do it there. You could have a coffee mug made with your word of the year. Same thing with a mouse pad. You could have a mouse pad made up. You could place it on a sticky note and have it beside your bedside table. You could have post-it notes on your computer or on the dashboard of your car. Lots of different ways when you really stop and think. Now, I hope the thought of having a word of the year has given you some inspiration and ideas. I'd really love to know if you've got a word in mind or if this is something that you do. If you're getting really stuck on coming up with a word, then I've got a list of 300 words that could definitely help you. If you want that, just send me a DM on Instagram or email me at joe at joeclarkcoaching.com and I'll email that list to you. Until next week, have fun thinking about your word of the year. Thanks so much for listening and sharing your time with me today. I'd love you to hit subscribe on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast app to keep spreading these empowering messages. Please share this podcast with other incredible midlife women in your world. Join me again next week for another redefining midlife conversation. Thanks again for tuning in.